1: That's my jazz version for today. Hi everybody, I'm Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast guys. And I can't even tell you how good of a mood I'm in. So many good news coming out of COVID-19, music festivals being announced for the fall, Americana Fest in Nashville, Bonnaroo in in Manchester, Tennessee, covid vaccinations advancing rapidly so yeah in a good mood we will be covering some of these festivals god willing for you dear listeners in the near future so let's start with the fun shall we mary sarah ladies and gentlemen top five finisher on the voice in 2016 that is how she was catapulted to fame by the five-time grand old opry performer and she's a new mother too that's her most important role new mother but yeah an amazing person an amazing artist super respected in nashville kind of a powerhouse at at a young age super accomplished um yeah she's left already a long and deep mark in it she's performed from a very young age you know she toured with kids pop at age 12 she's recorded several albums including bridges which includes the likes of none other than people like dolly parton willie nelson So, you know, she is incredibly accomplished. She's been laying low since COVID, but she was so gracious with her time. Great chat with us. Shared her journey. Such a charming, talented human being. We cannot wait to see how she becomes a Nashville legend. Make sure to check her out. More on her website, MarySara.com. And guys, if you're new to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast, we welcome you. We recently reached 50,000 listeners, so thank you, each and every one of you, for your support. Let's keep the party rolling. Please give us a subscribe click, a rating, all that that good stuff helps us a lot. Without further ado, guys, this is Mary Sarah on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Look at Mary Sarah. Hello! How are you today? Are you staying warm?
0: i trying to. Let, trying. Literally, wait, let me show you like what I'm looking at outside. Let
1: me see. Look at Mary Sarah. And Mary, you're you're in Texas?
0: No, in- I'm in Nashville.
1: You're in Nashville. I'm in Nashville, too, so I'm looking at the same thing. It's oh, terrible. great. Okay,
0: so you're, like, freezing, too.
1: <laughs> yes, correct. I'm, I'm in the gulch, and we're, like, I don't know what's happening. I'm from we're Florida.
0: We're out west. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, I like, us southerners, and we just don't get this. <laughs>
1: absolutely all I know is I'm not getting in my car for anything basically
0: no we went to the grocery store yesterday and we were like we're in for the next week (laughs) like this is because I remember in I think it was like 2015 I lived out in Franklin out here and um it was like a huge ice storm and I legit had to like trek to Walgreens, like in a parka, like no driving. Like my sister and I just like walked to Walgreens and luckily they stayed open because we were like running out of things.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, but you made, okay, you made it awesome.
0: Oh, I mean, obviously I'm here. Well,
1: Mary, I mean, what what can I say? I mean, look at you, so excited to have you. I mean, we've been big fans, obviously. You came into our radar with The Voice, of course, such an incredible talent, great story. I mean, you've been putting your mark on country music. And it's such a wonderful thing to see. So just welcome to the show, Mary.
0: Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. And thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, I mean, so much to talk about. I mean, so many directions we can go. The Grand Ole Opry, Ryman, the mark you're leaving on country. But I feel like we have to like start with the most important thing in your life right now. And that is, how is Evelyn May?
0: Oh, my gosh. She's great. She's great. I was going to tell you, I was like, if you hear any crying or anything, she's a little hungry right now. So I've got... I've got Mitch out there it's doing the daddy duty. <laughs> so we're it's she's amazing. I mean, we are just I I am overflowing with love and joy and this experience. It's the best thing I've ever been in in my entire life. Like she already teaches us so much, and I just every time I look at her. You know, it's everyone says it's like super hard early in the beginning to like get a schedule and everything and you know you say like you never get any sleep and all these things and thank God she is a bit more of a sleeper so we've we've been able to like balance that a little bit but nice. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. I wouldn't change it for the world, even if I was extremely tired and everything. Like, it's just right. worth right. it. And you're that to that like- sounds
1: like, like, I'm not, I'm not a parent, but that sounds whenever a parent has a baby that sleeps, that has a regular, it's like, mm-hmm. don't even talk about how lucky that was kind of thing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know, I will say, I literally am thanking the Lord because my whole pregnancy, my even like birth and everything like has been. So smooth, and to me, like everyone keeps saying, like, okay, you just wait for her to like turn two. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. they call them, like the terrible twos or whatever. Like, you know, I'm just kind of thinking like, everything's been so smooth. I'm like, when is something gonna happen? When is it gonna be like, <laughs> right, right? <laughs> you know, where I can't handle it or whatever. But I have Mitch with me, who is he's just an amazing father, and I love him so much, and we. We are, we're doing great. So and she's wonderful. She's healthy. We're trying to keep her warm right now. So that's just, you know, it's just freezing outside. So. I love
1: it. She was born January 6th, right?
0: January 6th. January 6th. A crazy day in America.
1: Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. That's, right. that's right.
0: What's wild is like we were, I went into labor like early 4.45 that morning. So we did not look at our phones all day, like we had no clue what was going on. Awesome, so the next right. day, we're looking at our phones and we're like, "What the heck just happened?" What heck it just happened like, right? Yeah, it was crazy. So but yeah, so we, but it goes to
1: show you what what the important things in life are, right, Mary, Sarah? Mm, like,
0: oh yeah, yeah, it really, yeah. We were definitely like in our own little bubble. Um, good for you. Yeah, so that was nice. And even when we figured out like everything that had happened. We were like, nope, we're turning it off. We're not paying attention to it. We're just going to like be with our daughter and, you know, and that's like really what matters, so.
1: Absolutely. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Well, I'm really happy that uh, she came out, uh, you know, so lovely and beautiful photos in People Magazine of you radiating and your boyfriend and Mitch and everyone. So congratulations in order. Thank for Thank
0: you sure. so much. Thank you.
1: <laughs> of course, Mary. Of course. So, I mean, so many great directions in your story. I mean, yeah. you were raised in the Texas Opry circuit, right? Uh, performing since very early do you always remember like that being your calling, Mary Sarah, or did you like as a little girl, maybe had a time when you were like, mom, I want to be a vet or something.
0: (laughs) So, okay. So I started singing, um, probably around the age of like 10.
1: Um, and
0: that was by happenstance. Um, that was just I had piano lessons that I was taking and I would sing along to those piano lessons just for fun. You know, we're just like learning songs. And, um, and my piano teacher was like, Hey, you know, you have like pretty good pitch for a 10 year old and you also have a natural vibrato, right. and, which is not very normal. That's not I, was a like, what? <laughs> I thought he was like, what the heck is a vibrato? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but um, he, he was like, I have a great friend who's a vocal coach and um he recommended it and of course like at 10 I was like yeah I want to sing like I want to like it's just fun I would sing yeah. around the house and everything so um I just started vocal lessons like once a week just for the heck of it and right. I did I really regret quitting piano which was like a thing but um I had to pick one there wasn't like <laughs> one or the other you know it was, like yeah, totally. one or one. so I, I chose vocal lessons which hey paid off <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, so it wasn't until though probably around 12 years old. Um, I I don't know if you know this, but I went on tour with Kids Bop.
1: I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And that
0: was um, crazy. But <laughs> it's, hard,
1: it's hard to explain to like younger generations like Gen Z or something how big Kids Bop was.
0: Oh huge. I mean, even huge. even now I feel like if you're a parent um, with like a toddler, you still are pretty familiar with Kids Bop um because it's such a great option for you know clean music for kids these days right so the two guys who came up with kids bop they were like two businessmen out of new york they're geniuses because i'm like that's just gonna last forever just having clean music for kids that's just makes sense but you're right it is it was uh and what's a little bit harder too is like we were the first tour to ever happen with kids bop so kids bop is a company that does the CDs as you know uh-huh. and they like recreate the songs with clean lyrics. Um but we were the first ever tour to happen. And so we toured across the East Coast and Midwest for nice. like 48 cities. Huge. Um yeah it was awesome. We literally and they the company that they worked with V Corporation worked with Sesame Street. So we were doing like arenas and theaters which was oh, yeah. great. It was oh, I
1: remember that tour. Absolutely. Yeah. Mary Ferra it was like it was a thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think they still honestly do some, or like they've done like touring since, but that was where just being on stage and performing for people. um, And just, I, I remember one specific show because of growing up in the operas I grew up with like traditional uh country music so I was kind of I was a bit of a standout there on that like thing like knowing like Patsy Klein and Loretta Lynn and like right, right. all these older <laughs> eyes and like all these other kids on Kids' Pop were like we don't know who that is yeah, yeah. um and so we went to a theater in a city gosh I maybe it was Davenport um, but we were like, uh, in the dressing rooms down below and I saw Patsy Klein had signed the wall. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're playing in a theater that Patsy Cline Patsy played in. Patsy
1: oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Yes,
0: I, it was. in like at 12, I was just like geeking out. Like it was That's just awesome. so awesome. Yeah. So there was a whole like vibe on that show that day because I was like, oh, I get to perform in the same place as her. And um, I remember we each as kids had like solo songs, like we had like solo moments in the show. And um, mine was on Move Along by the All-American Rejects. <laughs> And it was the uh, bridge, or, like part of it. And I went out and started to sing. And I remember, like normally, I'm such a perfectionist. I would like so think about the way I was singing, and so I'd like try to perfectly sing it every time. And there was something about that, like whole show, that I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna enjoy myself. I'm not even gonna think about like how I'm singing something. Like I just want to listen and like hear. And and that was the first time I really took in. Everyone singing along with me on that bridge and it was like a choir of angels. And I just came off that show and my mom, I don't even think I, she talks about it now. And she's like, what do you do when your 12 year old comes up to you? And is like, mom, I'm going to do this forever. Like this is going to be my it's life forever. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it, was, wow. it was, that was my moment. That was my moment.
1: It's strong. No, amazing. It's like the ghost of Patsy Cline just took over you in that stage. I love it.
0: And you want to know what that happened okay. on, that happened on the Ryman stage too. I got to sing. It was the first time I was there. It was for a Ray, uh, Ray Price tribute. Right. Um, We did Hard X by the number. Cause I did that on my record with him. Yeah. Um, and then they wanted one more song. And I was like, I'm going to do crazy. by Patsy Cline. Cause I'm like, do? they're like, I don't care. I'm like, How I don't know, if, you know, I planned on being back on the Ryman a million times, you know, but at the, at that time, I was like, you never know, like, this has to be my, like, one of my first songs I sing in the Ryman, just because oh it was like, God. such a story with like me and uh, like, one of the first songs I sang. Hey,
1: Sarah, I love that story.
0: Yeah. So I remember praying like beforehand, and I was like, pretty much praying that Patsy would just like sing through me. And I really felt
1: like. I think it. she did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was like such a
1: amazing time yeah so yeah a lot to unwrap there I mean the, the, the kids pop thing I, I can't help but feel it, it was almost like a blessing for you because when you look at like your your um I don't know your audition with The Voice for example right mm-hmm. and you just came in so confident and you just wowed everybody and Thanks. it's like it's like you had like <laughs> no nerves I'm sure you were nervous but like you were such a like a persona professional thank you, you. Were, you we're developing all this with the kids pop thing
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, every, every step in my journey has prepped me for the next one. And, you know, and so I did, I did have like a bit of uh, more experience than some of the artists that had come on the show, Um, just from being in the music industry and touring and like doing it for so long prior. Like a lot of people who follow me from The Voice don't even know that like I had done it years and years, before. like I've been in the music industry like years and years beforehand. Like I, I feel like a lot of people who watch the show are like, they just think it's like the first time someone's performing on stage. Or like- Oh, ever- no, no, I, no. You, know? <laughs> you came in there
1: we were the voice are by Connie Francis, i, I Mary Sarah. It was like drop the mic moment for everybody. <laughs> I, yeah, people should YouTube that immediately.
0: Let me so the the thing about the voice is I um I, they I had actually reached out to me um like three or four years prior to actually doing it. Cause they've got they've got people like looking for talent all the time, like on YouTube and everything. So I had a, a producer reach out and they were like, Hey, we'd love for you to come audition. And I was gosh, I wanna say like the early So that was like sixteen. Yeah, I think it was sixteen when they first like reached out. And of course at sixteen, I'm like Oh, I still want to do it. Like, this would be so cool. But I was in the midst of um, recording my record Bridges. Yeah. And my mom always taught me, she was like, once you start something, you be sure to follow it through and finish it. And so yeah. I was like, man, I'm in the middle of this record, like, which is the most amazing record ever. I mean, that, I, I,
1: I, I totally <laughs> want to just talk about that record in a minute. Absolutely. it's yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I was in the midst of that. And so I, I just every time they would reach out, I would be like, no, I'm so sorry, because that lasted till I was 18. And then we ended up touring like a radio tour with that and performing as well. So I had to wait for that record to finish to finally decide when I was 20 to um, do the whole voice thing. But it had been in my mind. I mean, ever since the show started, I remember. Envisioning myself on the stage, like doing it, Mm -hmm. and I knew in my heart that one day I would be up there doing it. I just didn't know when. Like I would be on the show, and I on
1: that stage, Mary Sarah, like (laughs) it it was. I I tell you, it's it was incredible. It's incredible to see.
0: Thank you. Oh, that means the world. Thank you.
1: You you had this certainty where it's like, guys, turn around the chairs. Come on, like like (laughs) all four of you. Turn around now. Come on. Don't even play. Don't even play. It's like okay. And and your parents (laughs) with cars, just the parents and cars and thing. Like that's worth it. I, yeah. I feel like that montage is a classic. Anyway, um, <laughs> you bet, You talked on Bridges, and my own is probably like, what album 16 year old must be making me? It must be some one of those debut EPs, you know, like recorded yeah. in an iPhone 4. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> guys, l- let me tell you about Bridges, uh, the album that uh, Mary Sarah here just uh, humbly uh, threw out there. It's a classic, guys. And you, you know, I don't use these words lightly. It's a classic. I mean, it's called Bridges. Guys, l- l- this is a list that, like, she recorded this with. Dolly Parton, Willie Nelson, Ray Price, Meryl Haggard, Lynn Anderson, Tanya Tucker, Vince Gill, The Oak Ridge Boys, and more. And I just could go on for another minute. I mean, just take that in. <laughs> Mary Sarah, how did this project begin? What?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's That's, like, such a loaded question, just because... Um, first off, it was a team effort to put that whole thing together. Um, I it was very much a so relationship driven. Um, I just so happened to be intro to the right people at the right time, and I
1: was the and lucky. You had one the goods, but get. you had the goods. You had the you you know your. Your soul yeah. it shines, Thank obviously, you. all the things. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So we, I, I was coming back and forth to Nashville um, in 2012. That was, no, not 2012. Sorry. Um, 2010, I guess. Um, I guess I was 15 years old. So yeah, 2010 because I was 17 when I moved in 2012. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was coming back and forth just to visit um, and, you know, see what Nashville was like. And I was like being told by my like vocal coach, that it's like definitely a place I should come. And uh, I ended up meeting a manager and we sat one night and uh, I ended up like signing with her, but we sat one night and just kind of was like throwing out ideas. on like, what, you know, what to do. And, and musically where to go. And my dad, um, he's been a part of this whole journey. My parents have been a huge, big part of my life, like with music and everything to like help me get to where I'm at. And um, my dad was just like, hey, you remember we were talking about like in the operas of Texas, uh, people wanted a CD of like the classic songs that I was singing on stage. And so my dad was like, why don't we do like a record of classic songs? And, um, but we're going to use like Texas legend musicians. Um, and so he was like throwing out that idea and my manager was like, well, why don't you think a little bit bigger than that? And she threw out the idea of doing a record with legends and we had no clue who, and like at that time we didn't, it was really like, she knew Kent Wells who produced the project who also produces Dolly Parton. Um, Freddie Powers, who, uh, is the executive producer on the record. He introduced us to Merle, Willie, uh, Tanya. I mean, yeah. And, and I will say like Freddie really took me under his wing. He was in stage four Parkinson's. Um, and so he, it was his last, like, you know, let me help out and like use my connections. Yeah. And like part
1: of history. I love it.
0: Thank you. Oh, that's great. I,
1: I, 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 love, I love when that happens. Like uh, last week, we lost uh, Mary Wilson of the Supremes, and, and and one of her last interviews was with, with us, with our show. And it's
0: <gasps> was it really?
1: So it became like like a thing, like a like a like you're like you're saying with the with the Parkinsons and all yeah. that. It's, yeah, it's like a thing. Cool. Yeah,
0: it's, it's crazy, but it's yeah, it's uh, very thankful to be like have been you know the artist My that God. he decided to like get behind and. Um, so yeah, so it was really just like one thing. And you know, I will say, we, went, we were introduced to Kent first and he asked Dolly. And when she signed on, that was literally the first artist we got. So once that happened, it was like, okay. The rest
1: is, the rest is, is <laughs> yeah, really yeah. It's house money.
0: It's almost like a verified check mark on social media. It was like, okay, this records this record's verified. So this is, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but, and I will say too, the other artists, artists on their um the oak ridge boys i actually had met them prior to even like signing with that manager sure and they that was crazy because they reached out via twitter um when i was 15 before we started the record and um they asked me to come uh to one of their shows in texas just randomly they had seen like youtube video and they were like we love your voice like why don't you bring you and your family down like we'd love to have you it was so random i still haven't i should ask them like why they felt the need to like bring me like there, but they ended up asking me to sing that night on that show. And they were celebrating, I think it was like 40 years of Elvira. Yeah, and, yeah. and they were like, Hey, um, I didn't know I was going to sing when I showed up. I just showed up to like meet them and like see the show. And we were backstage eating dinner and Joe Bonzo looks at me and he's like, Hey, do you know anything cappella? And I was like, where the Boys Are by Connie Francis. <laughs> and uh, I thought I thought he was going to ask me to sing right then and there. Like, I thought he just wanted me to, like, sing a cappella for him at dinner. Right. And I was like, yeah, sure. Let me – and I, like, go to stand up. And he's like, no, no, no. We actually want you to sing on the show. And we also want you to sing right after celebrating Elvira. Yeah, like, you
1: don't need to audition over breadsticks. Like, we get it.
0: I know, that You're which was awesome. crazy. Yeah. And I, I do remember, like, I feel like a lot of the times – I feel like a lot of times the devil tries to steal my joy with things because I remember being super stuffy and like being like, oh, no, like I can't believe I have to sing like right now. And that happened with Merle Haggard, too, having to sing for his like with him um, on stage live. I literally didn't have a voice. And it was, it was actually the first time I had like a shot of whiskey because my dad let me, because my voice was like, not there. And so raspy and everything that, uh, my dad was like, honestly, if you just like code it. And so I, the, it was funny because yeah. it was, uh, Merle's tour manager that came Cold up you? I,
1: when you had the shot of whiskey? I was
0: 17.
1: Okay. All right. Not That's
0: bad. Good. Not bad.
1: Like for your but, first, but for your first shot yeah
0: but it was well you know I think I had like skips prior to that but like I think that was like my first like let me take a giant shot of whiskey like what the heck and right. he and what's funny is my dad was nowhere to be found so I wasn't told that I was going to be given a shot of whiskey and so the tour manager comes up to me he's like here I have this for you and I was like for me I was like that's I don't what <laughs> and he's like he's like no, no 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 you're good your dad told me to bring it to you and I was like okay
1: okay oh my god i love it yes,
0: but and i ended up like like have like whatever voice i had i prayed i was like lord whatever voice i have like bring it out because I, I i there was no way i wasn't getting on stage with merle i didn't care if i had a voice or not i was like i'm getting up there i don't care what i sound
1: like. Yeah. God, Larry, you're like full of amazing stories today thanks i can't <laughs> I love I mean, it.
0: Listen. I've been in quarantine and I've also just been like with a baby for the last like month of like, I, yeah, I probably have a lot to talk about with people.
1: No, this is awesome. <laughs> like, thank you so much for sharing them. I mean, Merle yeah. Haggard, I mean, so, so, such great stuff. You yeah. uh, you talked about the grand old Opry. Um, mm-hmm. What a special place. I mean, we've been here since December. We, we, I mean, all my career was in Miami, Miami radio in December. I moved here. Finally got to go to the Opry recently for Rhonda Vincent's uh, induction ceremony hanged oh, out, with, hanged out with yeah hanged out with her she was amazing uh got to like experience a lot of the place I learned that it's like a it's a family isn't it
0: oh it's amazing yeah how do describe it well so I mean doing the Ryman was amazing too because that's like the beginning mother church you know doing that but then being able to go to like the Opry where it's at now um that was I mean how, you've been backstage back there right Like, it's stunning. Like, the whole thing is just, like, gorgeous. It's, like, the the best backstage I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, normally when you go to backstage, it's it's very not.
1: The green room.
0: Yeah, the green room. And, like, sometimes it's actually green. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember my first, it was my first show. And um, Mark Wills, specifically, I remember him, like, I'd never met him before and he came into my room and was like hey I just want to like welcome you to the fam and like just like was like don't be nervous like you got this like just such a pet talk and I'm like oh my god you're such like, a nice guy what the heck.
1: Pause. Do you w- when all these things happen Merle Haggard, Mark Wells do you like are you conscious that like you're having this one-on-one conversations that this is happening like it's like unbelievable.
0: You know, what's it's like really, I've always told my mom, I was like, I feel like I've had a hard time, like, I don't know, like being like literally in a moment, like realizing something's happening to me, you know, it's like, it's not until afterwards that I'm like, oh my God, that happened to me. Like, and even now I look back and like looking, I have such... I feel like I have more of an appreciation for even the Bridges record and like Kids Bop and all these things that I've gone through um, looking back at it, going like, wow. And then like having things happen to me, like the voice and going like, you know, I like wouldn't have been prepared if I wouldn't have gone through that or this or that, like, you know, it's just so so much more of an appreciation for those things. But in the moment, you're like freaking out, you're like nerves. And so it's it is a bit hard to like, be in the moment and be like, this just happened, you know, and like, yeah. but then you look back like that night, I mean, I was like on cloud nine, I went to dinner afterwards. And like, it was, it was heavenly. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It just you walk out there. The crowd is amazing. I mean, they're so welcoming. Um, And the band, working with the house band there, I think is just like such a privilege too. They're so incredible. You're just like, here, here's my music, play it. And they're like. right, (laughs) You're just like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's yeah it's an amazing experience I highly recommend to anybody like yes. do a backstage experience at the Opry just that's to right. like see where everyone like hangs out and everything and like understand the history um it's it's incredible
1: yeah it is, and, I, and you're gonna be part of it for a long time Mary Sarah like that's the cool mm-hmm. part it's like it's like you're fa- you're part of the fabric it's so great to see Thank you. Maris, <laughs> you've you been so generous with your time uh I feel like you know you have a mom and and family duties to go to but let me leave you with this because this has been such a treat it's, it's been unbelievable. Oh,
0: thank you. You're
1: so grounded and special. It's it's easy to see like the human qualities just radiating out of you. What are some of the lessons do you think Mary Sara uh, and blessings that we as Americans uh, can I know it's a loaded question that we can take like as we turn the corner with this quarantine. Yeah. Going forward like what did we learn from this year year and a half that we like as humans, as Americans.
0: Yeah. you know, I think I think a lot of, and I, I don't think I'm the only person in this. I think everyone, um, we had a shift in perspective, um, being, you know, having to be quarantined and you know not going to work every single day, and like it just our whole lot, everybody, not not just like a group of people, it was everybody in the world their lives changed and that and and the thing about change is like growth comes with change Mm. and so that's i think that's what happened with a lot of people and you know maybe I don't know if maybe some didn't grow in the right ways or whatever, but like, I feel like most people learn that like, just to have perspective and appreciate and learn to appreciate like the things that truly matter in your life. Exactly. I mean, I have a lot of like friends here who were like, man, I was going out all the time. And like, now they're like in bed by like 10 o'clock and they like have a totally different like schedule and they love yeah. it. And they're it like, looks great. It. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're, like, thriving, and, like, it's just, like, a whole, you know, a lot of my friends who had drinking problems, like, literally, like, it's changed, and they're doing better, and it is, it just, I think that's, like, one thing is, like, just to prioritize the things that truly matter in your life, and I think not, don't put so much pressure on, like, all the achievements and all these things, and, like, just live right where you're at, like, and appreciate the people that you do have around you and the family you have around you, and I think for me it was, like, even now I, I, write it down, like, you know, I just want to, I want to be more aware and like more, um, I guess, I guess communicate more with like family that I don't talk to a lot. And like, you know, it just, it's, it's giving you the time to like, think about those things Absolutely. and go, you know, I think I want to, I want to do that more. And I think my word every year, and at first it was grace because this year for, uh, 2021, uh, we do a word every year as like a family. And, um, my word was grace at first. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to need a lot of grace. Cause I just, you know, I, nothing's going to be perfect or whatever. But I really literally last night was like, I think my word is actually intentional is my, what I really want my word to be. And it kind of just like stuck out to me and Beautiful. just have intention with everything that I do. Um, even just just the simple things um, from waking up and making your bed like that, like just being intentional with it. And going like, you know, I, and so I think, you know, again, with change growth happens and, um, I think we're all just continuing to grow and it's, yeah, I think there's been huge blessings out of this whole experience. And I know it's been a lot of negative and, um, a lot of like tragic things have happened, but there's also a lot of beautiful things that have happened and yeah, it's, it's amazing. So I just said, be more intentional and prioritize the things you really love in life.
1: (laughs) Mary Sarah, you've said it all. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and speaking of intentional, we're very grateful for your time. Really you know, I have
0: so enjoyed this so much. Thank you. And you're awesome. incredible at interviewing. So I really, it's, it's like an easy flow conversation, you know, so I really, I really appreciate it. Thank and,
1: you. Thank you. Uh, so you know, I love you. the
0: sign in the background. That's oh, cool.
1: the Mary Sarah sign? Uh, listen, we got to first it up for country royalty. So thank you, thank you. <laughs> Have a great day, Mary Sarah. Stay warm, stay safe out there, stay off the roads and all that stuff we're learning, Southerners, right?
0: You, you too, you too. All right, yeah. we'll talk soon, hopefully.
1: All right, take care. We'll see ya. You've
0: been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.